Welcome into the Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain. What's up, my friends? It's good to be here with you on this hot summer day. And happy Father's Day tomorrow to all you dads out there. In honor of Father's Day, we're going to discuss our favorite father-child duo in BYU sports and in professional sports, plus one of the current fathers of BYU Athletics, Deputy Athletic Director Brian Santiago will join me to discuss BYU's last season as a part of the WCC and all that needs to happen before becoming a member of the Big 12 Conference. And with me now is a father of three himself, the legendary David Phillips Jr., Happy Father's Day tomorrow, Junior. Thanks. I appreciate it. Good to have you on with me again. I want to know, what does the perfect Father's Day look like for you? So I I know you're a big food guy, so let's start from breakfast and let's go from there. Perfect Father's Day. Oh, man. You know, probably start with uh, cinnamon rolls for breakfast because, I mean, you can't go wrong there. A nice sugar bomb in the morning. Um, (laughs) But uh, I'm actually smoking a brisket on on Sunday for Father's Day tomorrow, so I'm excited. I'm glad that you you clarified and said you were smoking a brisket. brisket. Yes. Yeah, okay, good. That's always a fun one when when you're talking with someone who likes, who has a smoker as well. And talking about how you like to smoke and and think what's your favorite thing to smoke. And you will get some people uh, turning their heads, but yeah. I'm sure you will. Hey, wait, so you're smoking your own brisket on Father's Day. Oh, yeah. I You know what? I love to cook. Well, I love to cook and, and stuff like that. That's kind of a passion of mine. So I it's enjoyable to me. So okay. it, it's a fun activity. But yeah, you know, I think other than that, just hanging out with the kids. Usually my son and I will, will go play catch in the backyard, whether it's football or baseball, which is fun. But just hanging out with my kids and, you know, climbing all over me and having fun. So <laughs> that's that's an ideal Father's Day for me. I love that. And it's always hard to think of a good Father's Day gift. I'm, I'm convinced most dads don't actually care what you give them as long as they're recognized. I know that goes for moms on Mother's Day as well. But, Junior, but every once in a while, there's that gift that is just phenomenal. Like the perfect gift. So what would your ideal sports-related Father's Day gift that your wife or kids could give you be? Actually, this happened a couple years ago. So um, I had it. We... We got tickets in a suite to watch the Giants, my favorite team, play at the Rockies. And so we actually got up and flew out that morning, caught an afternoon game, and flew out that night. So we had. This was actually a Father's Day gift? It was, yeah, it was a Father's Day. Well, we did it on Father's Day. It was kind of a gift for Father's Day, given early to do on Father's Day. Um, But yeah, it it was fun. You know, you had nothing to check. My wife had her purse. I didn't really have anything else. Just walk on the plane and fly out there, Uber to the the game, and then take the train back and back that night. So it was it was a ton of fun um, and stuff. And so that that was my best Father's Day was was sports related. That's so awesome. But good for your wife. That's but a, that was a good job. A couple of years ago, for my dad, we surprised him on Father's Day with tickets to a Packers game. In Lambeau, he had always wanted to go, oh, wow. and so we we gave him, and my brothers and I took him for a Father's Day present to a game in Lambeau. So pretty cool. Were a few were a few tears shed. Uh, by your yes, dad. yes, he was <laughs> quite grateful for that. But no, it was. I mean, hey, that was a gift for all of us too because that was fun to go. 
Yeah, you're like, Dad, uh, let's do this, and we'll all join you. No, that that sounds so awesome. And I feel like for a lot of dads who love sports, one of their greatest dreams is to have their son or their daughter excel in athletics. And for some athletes themselves, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And, Junior, there have been some incredible father-child duos that have been both successful in college or professional sports. And we're going to talk about some of our favorites from BYU and professional sports. So let's start with BYU. There have been a lot. There have been a lot. But what's the father-child duo that sticks out to you the most in BYU sports history? I think one of the most successful would have to be the Reynolds because I think for a stretch of about 10 to 15 years, I'm pretty sure that there was a Reynolds on the offensive line every yes. single year. I, I don't know that you can have BYU football without someone in the Reynolds family blocking. So That's that, a good one. That, that one came to mind. Uh, Johnny Miller and his sons as okay. golfers. I mean, talk about that's a great not one, legacy. That's not one you would think of immediately, but I think that's a really good one. Yeah, obviously the Kafusis. Um, yeah. Which there are a ton. The Nixons, uh, Dalton and Kevin Nixon. It was kind of fun. Kevin Nixon hitting the buzzer-beating shot to win the whack. And then mm-hmm. his son, we went to recreate it in a story, and his son hit the shot on the first try. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Of course he did. I'm sure his dad didn't love that because he made his son made it look easy. Yeah. I, I love that, though. Those are, those are really good ones. I, I feel like a few other ones that came to my mind. Uh, the Haas. You yes. got to mention the Haas, Marty, Tyler, mention. and TJ. Yep. Uh, the Collies. Oh, yes. Scott is the dad, Zach, Austin, and Dylan. It's crazy. Oh, man. It's just crazy to me when there are multiple people from the same family who can come and excel in that sport. That's good. You know, from a personal standpoint, it'll be hard. The Fowlers, obviously. Blaine mm-hmm. and his son. He's had three sons that came through Gavin. here. Gavin. and. Who's who's on the coaching staff right now? Kalen also played yes. safety. Oh my gosh! Hey, here's what I don't understand, Junior, is how people can get their children to play exactly what they love. <laughs> like I feel like yeah. most kids come out and they're like, I don't want to do. I mean, some of them do want to do exactly what their parents do, you know, to make them happy and whatever. But your kids can have so just such a wide variety of interests. I feel like it's got to be so hard to get them into something that you love. I I mentioned this in the show previously. I love sports, given my son is only three years old, but I put him (laughs) in this little soccer league, and he just would lay on the field. I'm like, this is not a good start, buddy. This is not a good start. (laughs) He's got time. He's got time. Well, hey, my my son just finished up at uh, BYU football camp. So, you know, learning from the best there. And then uh, my daughter's going to cheer camp. And she dances a lot, it. so we'll you know we'll see. But yeah, no, I they they don't have that uh, that gene pool quite like the Mannings or anything like that. <laughs> Though my dad, fun story, my dad was a wide receiver at Diablo Valley College for Gary Shidey, way no back way. before he came to BYU. So Gary Shidey was his coach. Was his quarterback. Oh, was his quarterback. Yeah, they played oh uh, college together at DVC, Diablo Valley College, in the Bay Area before Gary wow. uh, came to BYU. So you got it in your gene pool. Somewhere junior. in there. <laughs> you got <laughs> Somewhere in there. We're going to have to search real, real we're, hard. We're going to look real hard for that. 
I tease him, you know, hey, there wasn't as good an athlete back then. That's how you were able to do it. No. <laughs> I'm sure he loves to hear that. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Gary Scheide is one of the greatest quarterbacks, honestly, to come through BYU. And he's, He started that quarterback game. factory. I think a lot of he's yeah, super he underrated. Won the Sammy Baugh and kind of started that. It was, it was funny. It was interesting. The year before him, Pete Van Valkenburg won the rushing title at BYU, and Gary almost didn't want to come, told Lavelle, I don't want to come if you're just going to run the ball. I just want to throw it. And Lavelle said, you know what, Gary? We're going to start throwing, and the rest is history. So Wow. Yeah. Gary, Gary Scheide and your dad. Yeah. I love that. That's really cool. Well, Junior, you are phenomenal, and I seriously hope you have – a great Father's Day full of cinnamon rolls and brisket <laughs> and love from your children. Thank you very much. Coming up, BYU's Deputy Athletic Director Brian Santiago joins me to chat Father's Day, Big 12, and BYU's last season in the WCC. Don't go anywhere. This is Cougar Tailgate. Back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean. There are so many moving pieces happening in the BYU Athletic Department right now, from the hiring of new coaches to finalizing football schedules to preparing to enter the Big 12 Conference. And with me now is one of the guys that's trying to get all of the pieces in the right place, Deputy Athletic Director Brian Santiago. Thanks for coming on with me, Brian. Always happy to be on with you, Lauren. It's been too long, my friend. And, and Father's Day is coming up. Happy Father's Day, by the way. You have four kids and you just told me your son just got called on a mission to Australia. Uh, how are you, are you hanging in there? You yeah, doing okay? The life is fantastic. And anytime you see your children choosing a path that uh, is going to help them in their lives, it's pretty awesome. And, and certainly having Jackson receive his mission call, the, the Australia Melbourne mission, speaking Chinese, he, he's fluent in Chinese. He was in the Chinese immersion program. It's just been such an exciting week for our family and as a father uh, just one of those tender moments where you are just so filled with so much gratitude Jackson hit me a few minutes after he read his call he's down in Southern California working and he just wanted to open the call with kind of five of our family members so he read it on a little FaceTime call and uh, then hit me a little bit later and just said dad I've never felt anything like that in my life and those are the little tender moments where the light's coming on and you, you start realizing that there are certain things in life that are way more important than others. And he could not be more excited to go serve the people oh of Australia. Gosh. So, yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a great week. And, and my other three children are – I look at all my four children as gifts, straight mm -hmm. gifts from heaven. So just so grateful for that part of life. Well, I love that so much, and congratulations to all of you guys. What an incredible thing. Uh, Father's Day is Sunday. I want to know, Brian, what does an ideal Father's Day look like for you? Are you like a big food guy? Are you like, give me <laughs> some good food? Is it a big gift? Like, what does the ideal Father's Day look like for you? No, I'm not a big gift guy. I've got access to a, a few things, so <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm not a big gift guy. What, what a great Father's Day is for me. It is an opportunity to to worship and and uh, have the opportunity to be in church with my family, mm. spend family time, and uh, I'm I love great food. I'm all about <laughs> great food. 
And Kim always makes me my favorite trifle. Uh, just mm. strawberries and cake and cream and all those good things. But for me, it's just about being with family and being around uh, the people that I love the most. And so I'm looking forward to it. So send some of that trifle my way. Yeah, that that's, sounds amazing. It, no, it's, it'll change your life. It's that good. Just so you my know. poor husband, I'm like, hey, let me uh, <laughs> let me heat something up for you that I have frozen in the freezer. No, we'll we'll, we'll do something special for him. Uh, we mentioned at the beginning, Brian, that several of, of the things that are happening in the athletic department right now, and I know there's so much more going on behind the curtain that we don't even know. So, what does a typical day look like for you right now? Well, Lauren, it's an interesting question. There's so much happening. We're in the middle of hiring. A number of people were finishing hiring some coaching staffs. We have uh, our baseball staff is is still hiring one more spot of pitching coach. Our women's basketball staff, Amber Whiting, is is still hiring one more assistant coach. Our uh, men's basketball coach, uh, Mark Pope, just recently hired his member of his staff to replace Chris Burgess. So there's a lot going on. We're doing a unit review right now, so we've got some visiting people from other schools they happen to be from two big 12 conference schools are here with our internal unit review committee that are doing a whole comprehensive review of our BOU athletic department so we're when we say we're right in the middle of it we have a lot going on we're ramping up for our last year in the WCC which is really a step to be ready for the fall of 2023 when we better be ready it's it's going to be a massive (laughs) massive undertaking to be nationally relevant and uh, competitive from day one in the Big 12. So there's a lot going on. We're, we're, we're really kind of ramping up the resources and ramping up the personnel and hiring the right people. And if there's one thing I'll say it once, I'll say it again. If we're going to be great, we have to have the right people mm-hmm. in the right places. That's the right coaches, the right administrative, the right staff. Uh, because if you have the right people in the right places and everybody's on the bus headed in the same direction, those coaches will make sure that they're bringing in the right student-athletes. So it's critical for us to make the right decisions in the, in the people that we're hiring, get the people that are going to represent everything right about BYU, share our vision for excellence into the future, and, and then let's go. 2023, Brian is a big year for a lot of BYU fans. I feel like their dreams are coming true with the Cougars entering the Big 12. You mentioned that there's a lot of hiring going on right now, and that's a big preparation for the Big 12, getting the right people in the right places. What other preparation has to happen before entering the Big 12 in 2023? Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a big undertaking. <laughs> Where do you start? <laughs> Where do you start? But but I think I think it's an excellent question. Because to be prepared for the fall of 2023, uh, you have to take a close look at a number of things. Obviously, personnel, expanding some of the staffs to make sure that you're fully staffed. Uh, You also have to take a very close look at your facilities and what facility upgrades you need to make to make sure that you're prepared. So much of our success and future success in the Big 12 is predicated on recruiting. And so much of recruiting is making sure you have all the resources, meaning your facilities, your personnel, the resources for the program. Uh, you know, one interesting little tidbit that most people probably think 
about, but not to this extent, is our travel alone is going to increase several million dollars per year in going to the Big 12 and going east instead of to the west coast. And uh, if anybody's been paying attention to commercial travel recently, it's difficult. And when you're trying to travel hundreds and hundreds of athletes every week and trying to get big space on commercial aircraft, it doesn't always work out very well. So we are, we're looking at some other travel uh, planning that's going to help us be way more efficient in our travel. you got to pay attention to miss school time for student-athletes. So we're, we're taking a close look at all of the travel, all of the, mm-hmm. all of the logistics, and how we are going to manage the uh, needs of our student-athletes and make sure that they're well taken care of. You have a year till that happens, but it sounds like a year isn't enough time <laughs> to do everything that you need to do. Uh, that just sounds crazy. Oh my goodness! Well, but, I'm glad but it's we're exciting the one that... though, Lauren. Like yes, it's so exciting it because we this is what we've been dreaming about. This is what we've been preparing for. Everybody in Cougar Nation so excited mm-hmm. about being in a Power Five conference, about being in the game, about playing for all the national championships. You no longer are trying to to explain yourself away to recruits and say, hey, come here. We know that we're not in this conference or that. All of a sudden, we're relevant. We're nationally relevant in those recruiting games. Mm-hmm. And as what comes with that, it's like it's welcome. You know, whether it's travel and working out the, all the travel logistics, whether it's facilities and trying to upgrade the facilities, whether it's personnel and trying to add additional personnel to make sure that we're viable. Like, it's so awesome. It's so exciting to be part of something great. And we've always aspired for this. We've always wanted to be in the game. And now that we're in the game, let's go. Like, it's time. So this day-to-day grind of trying to make sure we're ready to go come fall 23, every minute is exciting, exhilarating, and, and and you have great purpose and there's a great sense of urgency. And with that comes kind of this great mojo with all the people involved, everybody pulling together, trying to figure out how are we going to be great. And that's exciting. Oh, I love it. You're getting me excited uh, for the next year. But, but first things first, we still have another year. But, Ryan, I want to look back a little bit. Uh, an incredible amount of success in BYU's athletics last season, particularly on the women's side, when you think of this past season, what stands out to you the most? Excellence. Excellence yeah. with our coaches. Our coaches leading out in a number of those sports, as you know, you just mentioned. That fall that we had was one of the most amazing falls that we've ever had in BYU athletics. We ended the fall as the number one ranked athletic department in the country. Mm-hmm. When you looked at all the sports and all the successes, uh, you know, with football, with uh, men's and women's cross country, with our women's soccer team making an unbelievable run to the national championship, our women's volleyball team, uh, you know, getting to the Sweet 16 and having a legitimate shot and losing in heartbreak fashion. But, you know, right there, uh, it was, it's pretty amazing. I think it always starts and finishes with the coaches, but then you just have these remarkable student athletes. I mean, you go to the national championship. We had this unbelievable opportunity. We happened to be down in the southern states for a football game. The national championship cross-country races were going on in Florida, so we jumped in a plane, 
President, Vice President Vorkink, Tom, myself, uh, King Hussein, who's one of our big supporters. We jumped in a plane, uh, flew down to Tallahassee. Liz Darger met us there. We go. All of us have a chance to be there when our we have a like Connor Mance and Whitney Orton win the national championships on the <laughs> same day. Like it was just magic, and and we have it's 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 why we do this. We have some of the most remarkable student athletes anywhere in the country right here at BYU. It's interesting. We talked this morning to a uh, a group of freshmen coming in for Summer Bridge. They're brand new. They're the future. And one of the points I made is we are all standing on the shoulders of some of the greatest individual athletes, coaches, and administrators in the history of sports. And we have a responsibility to carry on the tradition of greatness. And and that's exactly what's happening right now. Look at what Look what Courtney Wayman, I know that's in the spring and the summer, but look what's just happening all around us. Like We have some yeah. of the most remarkable uh, performances in the history of BYU going on, and I think a big part of it is, is Tom Homo's leadership, but you have to look to the coaches and these remarkable student-athletes, but it starts and stops with the coaches. If the coaches, you have the right coaches in place, they're going to get the right student-athletes. Some incredible coaches at BYU right now and incredible athletes. This is BYU's last season in the WCC, as you mentioned. And I'll tell you what I'd like to see, Brian. Each team to dominate <laughs> for men's <laughs> basketball to beat Gonzaga in the WCC tournament, right? I know that's probably a pipe dream, but that's really what I want to see. What What would you like to see happen in this last season in the WCC? Lauren, I'd like to see exactly that happen. <laughs> I'd like to see us. I oversee men's basketball. And we've had some awfully good teams here in the last 20 years that have gone down to Vegas and come home sooner than we wanted to without a victory. So I'd love to see that, uh, see us break through and actually win a championship in basketball. But what I'd really like to see, I'd like to see the sense of urgency in every one of our programs getting ready for what's coming in, in the fall of 2023. The WCC has been great partners. It's been it's been awesome to uh have partners that have welcomed us and there's been competitive excellence but I just hope our teams are prepared uh, because top to bottom if we're honest there may not be the strength in the WCC like you look at men's basketball you have Gonzaga it's a perennial top three top four top five team and then you have St. Mary's it's been very very good for a lot of years but other than that it's been you know every once in a while a team will pop up uh Women's basketball, same teams are usually the strong teams in every sport in the WCC, kind of the same teams are at the right. top. And then there's maybe the competitive excellence top to bottom is not great. Where we're going in 2023, night in and night out in every sport, you're Ooh. playing the best competition across the country and you have to be ready. So I hope that there's a sense of urgency. It's what I'd like to see is for us to continue to win championships. You know, the one thing, it's not a given, but one thing that's been awesome is every year that we've been in the uh, WCC, we've won the Commissioner's Trophy for the overall best athletic department in the WCC. So, cool. so you hope that that continues. You hope to see competitive excellence and and national relevance, but really uh, with a sense of urgency, realizing what's coming. I'd like to see us win. Lauren, I think we should win every championship, and I think we should win every, I think so too. every game. I know that may not be realistic, but you know what? That's That should be the goal. 
is for us to win every yeah. championship in the WCC this coming year. Absolutely. I, I feel like, man, I hate to say it, but fans may have to temper expectations just a hair heading into that conference. As you mentioned, it is just really good top to bottom. And, and football media day is next week. They've been getting a lot of buzz, especially on the offensive side with Jaron Hall coming back and some important returning pieces. You get to see a lot more than the rest of us, Brian, the work that is put into the season by Kalani and his staff and and also the players. What do you feel will be the Cougars' biggest strength heading into this season? Well, you just said it, Lauren. It's going to be – it usually starts and stops with your quarterback. And Jaron Hall is an exceptional, exceptional talent. We've all seen his ability to win big games, to make huge plays against great competition. Uh, and his leadership is going to be key for this football team. I think we have pieces. Everybody knows that we have a considerable strength up front in the offensive line. We've got great skill position players. Uh, we've got great leadership on both sides of the ball. But certainly I, I always feel like the it starts and stops with the, with the signal caller. I, I don't think you can look at any level. You look at the NFL, the best teams are the ones with the best quarterbacks. Now, I do think that one of the strengths of our team, and I thought we it showcased last year, was we had great depth. You know, if somebody tells you that we go three quarterbacks in one season and <laughs> that we're knocking on the door being in the New Year Six, uh, at the start of the year, people Incredible. would have said, you're crazy. Like, that's mm-hmm. not happening. But I think it speaks to the depth of the team and what Kalani and his staff have done and in building depth so that when guys get hurt and they're going to get hurt with the physicality that you have you have people that can come in and make a difference and we had that last year and I think that they've built that and certainly sustained success in the Big 12 on the football field is going to be dictated by depth because the best teams have the best depth so that they can respond when key guys go down. And here's hoping that they all stay healthy. They that need is... to all stay healthy, and then we got to get in the end zone. Uh, I think our, Abs- I think offensively, if we can have a very, very efficient offense, I think our defense is going to rise up. I think we're going to be very, very good. Mm, can't wait for September. I'm talking to BYU Deputy Athletic Director Brian Santiago. Brian, thank you so much for coming on with me today, and good luck preparing for the Big 12 and everything that you got going on this summer. Lauren? always like talking to you i'm a big (laughs) fan of yours and i give my best to your family and happy father's day to all those fathers out there appreciate it thanks so much brian all right and that does it for us today thanks again to brian santiago and david phillips jr for coming on the show with me you can join the cougar tailgate virtually of course every saturday at noon mountain time or download rate and review our podcast on apple tune and stitcher spotify or on boeradio.org this is cougar tailgate